Okay. Yo, yo, yo. Okay. They do it like this. Hey, yo. <laughs> okay. Welcome, everybody, to the Real Sports Show. I'm your host, Miguel Love. My no, co-host, Mark, a.k.a. the vet. Y'all know what it is in the building, y'all. Veterinarian. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, y'all know what it is tonight <laughs> on the Real Sports Show. <laughs> You know, there's a lot of things that's been going on in the sports industry world today. DC, stand up with you. You know, we're going to start out the show with congratulating the WNBA new champions, the Washington Mystics. Yeah, Mystics. Yeah, the Mystics did their thing Thursday night, closed out a series, series. in game five. Uh, the best of uh, three games, they closed out in game five and went down to... Game number five, and the Mystics pulled it out Thursday night. I know we ain't catch up on it last week, though, but you know how we is. You know how we do it. You know, the Mystics went out there. They banged it out. They won, they won a tough game, won a tough series against the Connecticut Sun, and they did their job, and, they hit, and you know, there's something to be proud of in D.C. And props to them, too, for playing a good game, too. Mm-hmm. Props to the Connecticut Sun. They out there, you know, this team, that team fought so hard to get back to where they were to get to a game five. And if I had to guess it, the Mystics went out there and they wanted to win it on their home court. With the team doing so well, with with Washington teams doing so well, period. You know, it, it, it's, a, it's a tragedy that the Redskins aren't doing so well right now anyway. But we'll get to that later on down the road in the show. Like I said, everybody, this is the Real Sports Show. We're also sponsoring tonight Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Breast Cancer. You know, if you ain't got checked out already, go get checked go out get already. checked out. I mean, for everyone, men and women. Yeah, everybody go get checked out. Make sure you're getting, you know, we want to promote, you know, cancer-free lives out there. You know, everybody needs to live a cancer-free life. If you Breast cancer, brain cancer, anything in that, in that nature. Cervical cancer, all that. But for right now, for this month, though, is Breast, breast cancer, cancer Awareness. You know, so we're tonight, wear your pink all month long, all the month of October, wear yeah, your I pink. Gotta, I got to give me a pink shirt. Yeah, I do too, you know. Mm-hmm. I got the ribbon, but I got to give me a pink shirt. But, I mean, I sport a pink shirt too as well. It's nothing wrong with sporting a, it's nothing wrong with sporting a pink shirt because of the fact of the matter is that, you know. It represents... It represents something, you know, it represents Breast Cancer Awareness Month, like I said to everybody. But getting back into the Mystics, this team in the Connecticut Sun, the Mystics fought last year, got swept last year in the finals of last year. With Deladon going down to injuries. Right, and Deladon had injuries this year again in Game 3. And also in Game 4, she was having a little back spasms going on in the game, though, as well. But that did not stop her from coming back in Game 5 and showing out the way she did she did in Game 5. But yet alone, you know, it, it's something that... And shout out to the MVP, Emma. Emma, yeah, Emma did her thing, too. She was the MVP of that game of the whole series. She came back from an injury from last year. And the Mystics team knew that they needed somebody to come off the bench and do work. 
And she did what she Lisa had to me. do. Yes. Yes, she came off the bench and she did exactly what she was supposed to do. Score baskets, get rebounds, play defense, and she played the game very, very well uh, Thursday night. Full destructor. Yes. And the Connecticut Sun, y'all didn't do so bad this year. Y'all came out there and y'all went and y'all fought a hard-fought battle, but you didn't finish. Which this was, you this was both teams' first championship. It, it was. It, it, it exactly was. They're making history. Both teams making history going to the playoffs. and I mean, not even going to the playoffs, but making it to the championship game. This was a big game, period, for the Mystics and the Connecticut Sun. Both teams fighting for their first championship. Now, my thing is, is this. I say that this team needs to keep the flow going. Yeah, yeah. Keep you need going. the flow going. Keep that same momentum going in the next season, next year. Because if you don't keep the same momentum going in the next year and you don't keep the same, you know, ferocity or the same fierceness that you had this year, I say every team should watch what the coach said. Watch what you failed at last season. Watch what you did last season that you failed, how you failed, and why you didn't make it somewhere last year. Keep watching the same tapes. I wish the Washington Redskins could watch the same tapes over and over again of losing seasons after losing seasons and get out of this quagmire situation that they're in. Although they did win their first game this past Sunday, against the Miami Dolphins, <laughs> but that's not on our radar. Like I said, that's coming up later on down the road. But what the was show. the odds, though, of the Mystics? They just got their new stadium. Yes. And their first They're championship. Arena. Yeah, they did. They just played in that first time. The first time they played in their arena, and they won a championship. So yeah. was it was it being in Capital One Arena uh, 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 a curse? Yeah, I would say I would say curse because that's when the you know what the Capitals did win that. Yeah, the Capitals won it. The Capitals won a championship. The Capitals started it out, and by the way, they won the night as well. They came back on a four three uh, to a four three victory. I remember happened yesterday again. <laughs> yeah, but like I said though, this team has been fighting for the rights to you know host up their championship banner that they will host next year. And to get the parade that they most wellly deserve. This team was put together in a fashionable way. Like the coach said. Great rotation and heavily used their bench. Yes, they did. Which most teams do- doesn't do. No, they really don't. You know. Connecticut Suns really didn't use their bench that much. But they did in a sense. They did, that, but not as much as the Mystics did. But the Mystics, you know, Deladon didn't get as much minutes on the court, but she played it for she played um the amount of minutes that she was supposed to play on she the court. Phenomenal game. Everybody played a phenomenal game. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. So it, with that all being said, is is that you know these two these games right here was what mattered the most. They won out the last game of the season. I mean, they won out the last game. Now, will Deladon return next year? We all are hoping and expecting that she will return next year. And we all are hoping and expecting that she will come back healthy and strong just like she did this year. And the Mystics can go back up to being number one like they were this year. Yeah. Next we'll year. We'll see. 
it, it is all how do you. I'm uh, just waiting for that ceremony the next year. Yeah, I'll be down there for that ceremony. I, I would love to be down there oh, for that, that ceremony. Ring ceremony. Yeah, yeah, that ring ceremony will be cherished for a long, long, long time. And like I said, big ups to the Connecticut Sun. Y'all did out there. Y'all did y'all job. Just didn't finish it off. Much praises go to your team. Don't hold your head down. Just because the Mystics won this time frame don't mean that you all can't win the next time frame. Just because, you know, you had the hustler spirit this year, don't lose that hustler spirit for next year. Go out there, play your best game, and you might just win something next year. Who knows? There might be the same two teams back at the uh and if it yeah. even if it is the same two teams come back next year, you know it never it never fails to have a rematch of the century. Yeah, you know it never fails to have the well, same. That was, that was a good uh, that was a good series. It was though, and that was one of the best series that the WNBA has had since Lisa Leslie retired. Yeah, you know from the Sparks. So, with that all being said, is congratulations to the Mystics, and we hope to see y'all next year. Try to do a repeat next season. It's going to be hard because teams are gunning for you now because yeah. you are the champions. You're the defending champions. It's going to be hard because you got that winning mentality now that you guys think that, I mean, you know, that you guys cannot, you know, just get comfortable. Don't get comfortable in the situation that you guys are in now. Don't go out there and be comfortable in thinking that, oh, because we're winning now, that, oh, we just got to get comfortable. We got to get lazy. We're going to play just mediocre basketball next season. No. Never get comfortable. Go back to where you were in 2018. Go back to 2018 and figure out the reason why you won in 2019. Yep. Go back to figure out why you did what you did in 2019. And remember, you got swept. In the WNBA Finals just a year ago. And just came for, back strong. Yeah, you came back strong. How you built up that momentum to come back strong and win it again next season. Now, shifting gears is just a little bit, everybody. Like I said, everybody. DC, stand up. We're going to talk about wait, them. Wait, and just another brought to you commercial break commercial for a break. second. Like I said, everybody, this show is brought to you by Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Breast Cancer Awareness. You know, I want to promote that or live on the show. I want everybody to go out there and get in chat. Make that, sure. Breast cancer is just about every day. It is, though. It so, is, yeah, so Breast it, Cancer it, Awareness is every day. It is every, every day. Every day, every second, every hour. Yeah, somebody's being diagnosed with breast cancer. So what we want to do is we want to eliminate you know, breast cancer. We want to try to help fight the good fight of breast cancer. So if you ain't got checked, ladies, if you ain't got checked, men, if you ain't got checked, even though, you know. There's no reason to be scared. Yeah, just go out there, go get checked. Go make sure that you don't have a lump. Go make sure that you don't have a bump or whatever the case may be. Is Go get checked and make sure that you. That, bump bump. Yeah, make sure that you're that child like being checked out there. So like I said, everybody. Breast Cancer Awareness Month is very important to everybody out there, to all the females, all the males out there. Y'all make sure y'all going out there getting checked. All right, shifting gears here a little bit, everybody. Shifting gears. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, I want to say 
DC once again. Stand up. You guys, DC is on the run. We're on the run again. We're on the run tour. Shout out to the Nationals for sweeping the Cardinals. Yes, they did. The St. Louis Cardinals didn't even have a chance to come back in these games to win. You pitched very, very well of two games of a shutout in one game. You won 4-0 in the first game, I believe it was. And then you came back. Sweet. You let them come back one time frame, score one run in the second game. Third game, it was just all the Nationals. Fourth game last night was just phenomenal. You came out, you started strong with 7-0 in the first inning. It, it was just phenomenal. And as they was creeping back a little bit, you let them creep back a little bit. 7-4 was the final score of last night's game. Making another history moment for the very first time. The, the franchise the history. history. The Washington Nationals are being claimed as your first National League champions of baseball. The very first time in baseball history that that has happened to the Washington Nationals. And they're going to their first World Series. Exactly. I was getting to that too as well, though. This team, I want to go to the but it's gonna be them tickets gonna be tickets yeah. right now are expensive. Yeah. Tickets right now are sitting at a thousand dollars right now. Yeah, seven and up. Hey, that's in the standing room. Yeah, <laughs> that's just a thousand dollars a pop right now. Now I watch it on TV. I watch it for free on TV. Watch how you watch it. But now I'm very very excited to see who's gonna come out the the, uh, the American League this year. Yeah. Who's gonna be the American League champions yeah. this year? Because right now the Astros up two one. Yeah. But the game been postponed to Thursday, well, for tomorrow night and Friday. Yeah. Due to inclement weather. That is very, very true. But I would like to see how the Yankees or the Astros, the Astros being a very dangerous team, they won 100-plus games this year. And the Yankees, they you know. They about the Dodgers, what happened? I'm just saying, though. The Dodgers was. But I just won my wish. Nationals versus Yankees. I think everybody's winning for that wish, though. But I don't. That'd be think a hell of a game, though. It would be, though. But it'd be battle of the East Coast for real. Yeah, because that's because that's like <laughs> the Patriots of the league, right? <laughs> I'm just saying, I want to see a team that is competitive for the Nationals. I want to see the same competitiveness now that you guys have a break. And you guys are not playing baseball right now because you're sitting at home. You got time to practice too. Yeah, keep come, going. come up with things. Keep that rotation going. Mm-hmm. Now, if it was me, I would start Scherzer in the first one. I would start. No, I wouldn't even put Scherzer out there. I'll put Corbin, and I'll put another pitcher out there and save my best two for last to finish it up. We'll mix it up. I put Scherzer out there and I put Strasburg out there. I would not put Scherzer in the first in the first matchup. I would not put depending Scherzer on who they play. I would not put Scherzer out there in the first matchup. That that's just beyond that's just beyond me. That's just my thing. Why I say 12K, that? Okay, baby. Why I say that is because you're gonna want to save your best pitchers for last. Okay. Mm-hmm. We talking about a seven game series and. It's going to be on and popping. Now, if you was to play Scherzer in the first one, and if it does go to a game seven, which I do highly say it will go to a game seven, you will want your best pitcher on the mound. 
And whether that's Strasburg coming in or whether that's Scherzer coming in, you'll want your best pitchers on the mound going up against these teams, these two teams coming out the, 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 the American League. And if it was me, like I said, I would save Strasburg and Scherzer for the final, the finale. If you was closing it out in game four or game five, if it was a must-win situation, I would put my best pitchers on the mound at that time frame. That's just my opinion on that one. And and, and, and at the end of the day, you want to have your best people lined up and geared up and ready to go. Yeah. But like I said, everybody, we're waiting on the American League. Who's going to come out the American League this year? The Astros are up 2-1. It's going to come down to the wire. I think it is going to go down to a game seven. I think this team is going to come out tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when it gets home field advantage. When it gets home field advantage this year, the Yankees is going to be the Yankees or the Astros going against each other. And both of them are first place in their divisions. Both teams like first place in their division. But even though the Nationals wasn't first place, though, in their division, that does not mean they were the underdogs, but people were still <clears throat> betting on them. Now, this team started out at 19 and 37 starting out the year. Everybody said that this team was going to flop. Everybody thought that this team was going to go down the drain. They had that hustler spirit. They had that fighting spirit to go in this I game. I told you they was going to the World Series. I didn't say they was going to the World Series. I, I thought did. they was going wild card. I did. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I said they going to the World Series. If you'd have told me at the beginning of this season that the Nationals were going to wild card, I'd probably called you stupid. Yeah, until it happened, then you'd be like, right, I'll take that back. Well, I, I, if, I, if you'd have told me that at the beginning of the year, I would have called you stupid. Because, oh, I, 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 I said, well, I said would it be funny if they go to the World Series? And what happened? I mean, it, it is kind of funny, though, but that they're going to the World just Series. Like, just like I called the Dallas game. Yeah. <laughs> but, I said, would it be funny the Jets mess around and beat Dallas? And what happened? I said the same thing, too, because I was hoping that Dallas would lose anyway, though. But... That still defeats the purpose of saying that the Nationals were going to the wild card. I mean, not going to the wild card. Which they did make a wild card debut. They did win in the wild card. card. They did win in the division. Made the second round. Yes, they did. And they fought a hard fought battle in the division against the Dodgers. And then they came back and they fought hard against St. Louis uh, Cardinals. I don't even know what happened to them because were they even in the game? I don't know because. The rotation that the St. Louis Cardinals had, they were good. Yeah, but they weren't hitting nothing because they were getting the curveballs, out the curveballs, out the It, it, it was a fastball, curveball city. and <laughs> They were just swinging at anything. They pretty much was, but I don't know if they just let them walk it in there or the Nationals are just, are just that damn good this year. When they went up 3-0, I was like, yeah, it's time for them to close it up. And now I personally thought – that the Nationals were going to take it into their home field. Which they did. No, I was thinking they was going to take it to St. Louis. Nah. Why I say that is because if you think about it, the Nationals have gone on a on a six-game winning streak. Yeah. And that is crazy because even if you go backwards a little bit, the Nationals started out, they beat the St. Louis Cardinals in the first game 2-0. Like I said, 2-0. I'm sorry if I said it wrong. Beat him 3-1, came back in a game three, beat him 8-1, to 
to close it out, they beat them 7-4. And I think they gave their best effort. The St. Louis Cardinals gave it their best effort in game four to make it more competitive in game four because you was getting swept anyway, regardless. The best effort that they had was in game four. Oh, yeah. Now, the Yankees, on the other hand, now I know CC Sabathia is out there. I know he's pitching real good, but this, this game is it, too close right now. 4-1, then you, then you win – Three, then you lose two. I mean, three two in the second game. Then you lost. I mean, then you won in the first game seven zero. So I'm just trying to figure out: Are y'all getting tired? Is this pitching crew getting tired already? Because if you're coming tired. off, a, you you about to go into a national where the national is coming out healthy. But one one thing about them, I noticed they didn't let the hype get to. No. No. They stayed focused. They did, though, because they started winning games right where I said they needed to start winning games. I don't care about the beginning of the season. For me, at the beginning of the season, it's where... It's a slow drop. It's a a slow drop. It is. And... It's a trade. trade, When they made them trades... Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, they went down again about a couple games. Then the coach made a hell of a rotation. Mm Mm-hmm. And then from there, they start winning win the ball games. That is facts. And like I said, though, too, before, this team stayed healthy all season long. And we have that, been waiting to see. No, I think Strasburg got hurt. Then he came back. Yeah, but he got hurt at the beginning of the, of the season. You know, kind of like midway beginning of the season. Whereas to. He got, he got hurt again close to the end of it. But he came back, though. But Strasburg has been healthy throughout the playoffs. Yeah. Now, I've, we've been waiting to see a healthy Strasburg throughout the whole entire season. Scherzer got hurt with a black eye, and he still struck out 21 people. They made history. They had 200 strikeouts this entire year. Yep. 200 strikeouts. So, what I'm saying is... 12 Ks in one game? Yeah. Yeah. This team is dangerous. My shoulder hurt off that one. Now, now you, you really throw your shoulder out on that one. Yeah, but see, my thing is, is this: we've been waiting to see this from last year. The year before that. Now I've heard different storylines about Bryce Harper being a cancer in the locker room. Now, whether he was a cancer or not a cancer in the locker room, his birthday was yesterday, and the Nationals gave him the best birthday gift he ever could have—a taste of sweet victory last night. <laughs> and Bryce Harper was at home. Watching the game on his couch, eating popcorn and bonbons, saying, "Damn, <laughs> I wish the hell I was still on this damn team." And drinking spritz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, "Damn, y'all know what spritz is? Soda water." <laughs> uh, he was like, "I wish I was on this damn team again." Why did I have to leave? Yeah, he took a three hundred thirty million dollar contract with the Phillies, and the Phillies are sitting at home. Why did I have to leave? So it, it, it's like. I want to say this team, Bryce Harper, they went, when the Nationals faced the Phillies this year, it was a must-win situation where the Nationals knocked out the Phillies out the wild-card spot and took the wild-card spot this year. So Ooh. that was a double whammy on the on Bryce Harper this year because not only did his team <laughs> not only did his team beat him and take his wild-card spot from him, they took your stuff, cuz. They won a pennant. What you gonna do about that, cuz? They took, they took the pennant and actually won it on his birthday. They ran with it. Yeah, they did. 
And I don't think this team had anything to fear that night. I don't think they had anything yeah, to I fear. I think they were more surprised of themselves. I think they were too because I don't. I've never met a team that would be out there and play as hard as they did this that, that time frame. And Zimmerman been with the team since day one. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. I remember that game when they played that. What was that? Of uh, RFK. Yeah, this team has been. This team has been hot. This team just had to stay hot, and they came from the Expos. Nice. Actually, this team was getting hot at the beginning of the season, and they tanked at the end of the season. So, where Dusty Baker was good in the beginning, tapped off at the end mm-hmm. of the season. I think he looked at tape too and said, "Hold on, I'm about to change this rotation around." Yeah, because you got to look at it. He put he put his best first, and let everybody else. Dusty gone. No, I'm talking about the dude, the new coach. Yeah, the new general yeah. manager. New coach put his put his, his best first. Yeah. Did everybody else follow behind him? That, that, that's what you got to do. You got to put, you got to start your best players, and that that's is what it is. The best player must play on the game on the on, Cause on the way the they came out last night. What seven seven zero seven zero the first first inning? Yeah, they made a run. But uh, my thing is this, and uh, help me understand this one. You got three people trying to catch a pop fly, but you missed it. That's a huge error. Well, <laughs> I, well, the way I looked at that was. One of them was scared of the ball. I don't want to hit me. The way I looked at that was, I'm like this. It's going to hit me now. You, y'all, all three of y'all standing around the ball. Who's going to catch it? And You got it? No, I ain't got it. You, you got nobody it. <laughs> leaned over to catch the ball. You let it drop. And I'm sitting there looking, and I'm like, wait a minute. Am I looking at the right game here? It's like, yeah. did y'all not even attempt? And then, and then the, drop at the, uh, the drop by the catcher at the second base. Yeah. Second baseman dropped the ball as soon as it was supposed to be a ground out. It was it was a sweet ground out. And the sweetest ground out you could have had on the field, you dropped it. Big time. You, you guys dropped the ball so many times, St. Louis. I don't know. Two errors. Now, I'm waiting to see what this team, St. Louis, can come back and do next year. Now, this team wasn't that bad this year. They nah, was not was bad a, at all. They were a great team this year, though. But going up against a hungry team, it almost, it almost reminds me of the Giants that year when the Patriots went 16-0. and They went 17-0. and They went to the championship game. And they lost. They lost that game mm-hmm. in the pl- in the in the championship game. The Giants came out there as underdogs, of course, and snuck them. They snuck them right underneath there yeah, with a one-two punch across their chin. Yeah, they snuck them because of the fact about it is that the Patriots are on a high horse a little bit. The Patriots is out there like, oh yeah, man, we're gonna win this game. We're gonna win this game. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. But when you got to the point where you needed to win, you didn't pull it off. So, in that best regards right then and there. Shout out to y'all. Big time. Yeah, that that is what it is. And you can, I'm going to get my jersey. We, we, we just can't do it. All right, everybody. We're going to switch a little gears here. Um, like I said, this, this show is brought to you by Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Breast Cancer Awareness. And, and um, we're uh, we're on point 
Like Shout I said, said uh, <laughs> we're on point with breast cancer awareness going forward. Um, make sure you women are out there getting checked. If you didn't hear it the first time, make sure everybody's going to get checked and make sure that, you know, we're staying healthy out there. Drink plenty of water. Make sure your hydration systems are going great. Hydration systems? Yeah, make sure your hydration systems are uh, going great. So we got hydration systems? Yes, we do. So I need to fill my tank then. Yes, you do. You need to drink plenty of water. <laughs> I drink water. Drink plenty of water. Eat salad. And stay healthy, you know. Make sure you get any checks. You're doing your routine checks out there. Make sure y'all guys are doing everything that y'all need to do so you guys don't get it. Make sure if you have a lump, if you feel something wrong with your breast or something like that, go get them checked. It's nothing wrong, but get them checked, though. You know what I mean? Go get them checked out there. And and make sure that you guys are going out there, checking on the doctor, get your flu shots this season. Flu shots are in season right now. Okay, stand them, don't. So go get your flu shots this season and everything Can't else. Stand Keep going. flu shots. I got to get mine anyway. Yeah, everybody got to go get theirs. I got to go get mine, too. But make sure you guys are out there getting your flu shots as well. Um, I got to do it the day I'm off. Today was Happy Boss Day. Yeah, happy at, Boss Day. Yeah, today was Happy Boss Day at work day. <laughs> so me. make sure you guys go out there. If you didn't get your boss nothing today, get your boss something for tomorrow. And bring your boss something of a present tomorrow. Bring my apple. Even if they're not happy with you or they aren't happy with you, <laughs> bring you might them apple a like a student in the class. Here you go, teacher. You might get a pay raise with, with your job. So make sure. That'll be the day. Yeah. So... <laughs> Like I said, everybody, today was Happy Boss Day, so congratulate your boss, say Happy Boss Day to him, and tell him going about their day. Like, like, really? He or she going like, really? really? Yeah. <laughs> All right, shifting gears now, everybody. We're going to shift the little gears. Room. Um, <laughs> uh, football talks here. Week seven is upon us, everybody. Week seven is upon us. Yeah. And, um... We're here live, everybody. Like I said, week seven is upon us. This is the trade deadline of week six after week six. Tomorrow is the final day for any trades to go down before the next game does start. And there's already been some moves made by certain teams. How about Jalen Ramsey finally getting out of Jacksonville? And that wasn't even really supposed to happen, though. But the Marcus Peters move actually confirmed that once they move Marcus Peters to Baltimore, which Baltimore, you have a very good-ass corner now. And I'm so intrigued with it, but I'm not intrigued with that move, though. That's a good move. That's a good move for Baltimore, though. I, I'm not intrigued by that move because I don't think Marcus Peters wanted to get moved for Jalen Ramsey to come to the to the damn I don't even think that was even part Ramsey. of the deal. It was. It was a part of a deal because it was a package. You send over your, your best picks to Baltimore. Now you're out of a pick until 2021. And then, yeah, yeah. and you send over your best corner to Baltimore to make that trade option, that available trade option now. Jelly Ramsey went to the Rams. Mm-hmm. Let's see how he prevailed. And he's got his new number today, too. Number 20. Yeah, so that wasn't a new number. That was the same number. It is? Yes. I ain't even got Yeah, so. Excuse me. Um, Jalen Ramsey will be playing at uh, corner for um, Sean McVay and the Rams. Week seven, he was, he's, his goal, Sean McVay's goal is to get him ready for about week seven, the debut week seven, on in a Rams uniform. Now, it's a big pickup for them, but, you know, 
I've always thought, and I, and I know I'm not trying to be biased here. He's biased. But <laughs> I would have thought that the Redskins would try to go get another corner with all our corners going down, but we're playing and, and help out the defense a little bit, though. But I don't know if Jalen Ramsey would have been coming here to D.C. anyway. No, the rest of I mean, the Skins keep that same momentum they had last game. They should show out when they play the 49ers, though. And we're going to get into that later on down the road, too, in the, in the show, too. Because I got a lot to say. And so. also, <laughs> with uh, this move, that that's just a big move, one of the big moves. So, going up against Atlanta that's tanking right now. Atlanta's been tanking a lot lately. They're sitting at 1-5. This game should be a pretty much easy win for the Rams, who also came off of win- a loss. They're going on a three-game losing streak, so I think Jalen Ramsey will have a chance to be what he wants to be with the Rams. If he's the best or he's the worst. We should find out. And see if this Rams can get out of this quagmire situation that they're in, sitting at 3-3 in the division. Only time will tell. Now, there's one division in the league that I want to talk about right now, too, is the NFC East coming down right now. And with the NFC East looking the way it is, (laughs) Dallas is sitting at number one, tied for number one with the Philadelphia Eagles. The Giants are sitting in third place. The Washington Redskins are sitting in the last place in the division. But I got a question to all you Cowboy fans out there, if there are any out there, which is I know y'all are. How did y'all lose to the Jets? That's what I want to know. It's not even about them losing to the Jets. It's the fact about it is that no, see, no, actually, I, I work around a lot of cowboy friends, and they be talking trash. So, and you know what I'm saying? But they can't even answer their own situation question. No, nobody really can, though, because of the fact of the matter is that now you're without Amari Cooper. You're also without your other star uh, wide receiver on your team as well, which is uh, Randall Cobb. So, in the same token of breath, though, is, is what, are they, what is the Cowboys thinking about trying to do to get themselves out of the quagmire situation that they're in, as well as being in a three-game losing streak right now that they're on. I mean, how many times that got sacked? That got sacked a lot of times in that game that they, night. They put the pressure on Everybody put the pressure on them. It was a good game, don't get me wrong. And they came back. They just started out the game going long and deep with the ball. And it, it was just a hard fought game for the Jets. The Jets was just out there, just doing what they had to do. That's a welcome back game, the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who had mono nucleosis at the beginning of the season? Sam Donald comes back in his first game, and, and he beats the Cowboys. And get the first win. Exactly. So it was a first win for every team that that it has not gotten a W this week. With the exception of Miami. We're, we're, exactly. With exception of the Miami Dolphins, right? Of course. And the exception of the Cincinnati Bengals. And they're the last two teams that does not have a winning, that does not have a win in there. Yep. Now, here's my philosophy here. There are 10 games left. 10, 10, 10, 10. In these 10 games, you're about to see who's going to shine and who's going to flop. Everybody has the Philadelphia Eagles or the Dallas Cowboys winning the division this year. Dallas Cowboys? The Dallas Cowboys. No, you said Callis. Well, what, they are Cowboys. They <laughs> are actually waiting to happen. They're we thorn. already know about Dallas. So they're yeah. a thorn in my damn hip. <laughs> so that is what it is. 
So, you may say, you just laugh at them. Mm-hmm. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> so, Dallas, what you guys, now I've heard a lot of Dallas fans go out there. And and it, there's really a lot of Dallas Cowboy fans out there right now that think that, oh, because they went 3-0 and <laughs> in the division. They're just going to flunk. You know, that they played somebody good. Now, let me tell you who you played, first of all. You played against the sorry Giants team who had Eli Manny out there. And Eli got sat down after game two of the season. Now, if memory serves me correctly, Saquon Barkley didn't even average. The, even, I don't even think he got over 100 yards in that game. If he did, he did. Then you played a beat-up Washington Redskins team week two. And you barely almost doggone tanked that game too, but you came out there and you did what you had to do to beat the Washington Redskins in week two. Boom. Which knocked them down to 0-2. Boom. Then you played up on a team that didn't even want to fight for themselves, which is the Miami Dolphins. That is three teams that has been sorry for the past, in this whole entire season right now, this team's has they ain't been, been relevant since Ricky Williams. Exactly. Or Dan, uh, Danny, uh, Dan Marino. Well, that's probably going to be talking about it. But yeah. The last time they had a good record was Ricky Williams. Yeah. But, like I said, though, this Dolphins team has been fighting themselves for the longest. Well, actually, they had, and they had a good, a good record, too. Yeah, they did. But, like I said, this Dolphins team has been fighting themselves all season long. It's a year of the underdogs. And this year... This team has been tanking for a reason. They want a draft pick. They want to draft number one. Yeah, they're trying to get number one. They are. So, okay, as as a player, I, I can't keep. I, I can't take no many losses. I, 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 it is what it is. But Dallas, who have you played? Now, teams that are above five hundred and one team that was below five hundred. You played against the New Orleans Saints team without Drew Brees, and you lost twelve to ten. To Teddy Bridge. Then you went up against the Green Bay team that was phenomenal. Came back. That is above 500. And you tanked the loss. And you lost. Then you went up against a team that was below 500 that didn't even have a win on their record until that game against the New York Jets. And you lost. Now you got a must-win situation here going on against the Philadelphia Eagles before you go all go on a bye week again. And then you come back and you play the Giants. I mean, you come back off your bye week week after week eight, and you play the New York Giants week nine. I don't want to say that that is not effective, but if you don't beat the Giants, you might as well cancel Christmas. No more ho ho ho. Now, if you don't no beat the Eagles in the chimney nose. Now, if you don't beat the Philadelphia Eagles, we all know that is what it is. You lose first place. Now, this is going to be America's game. This is going to be the hottest game going on the century, period. This is going to be the hottest game of the century, period. Then you come back and you play the Minnesota Vikings. Then you play the Lions. And then you got the Patriots, which I'm thinking that you're going to lose at least two of these games already. Especially the way it's been Kirk Cousins been playing. Exactly. Kirk has a vengeance right now. So I got you losing against the Minnesota Vikings. And I also got you losing against but, hold up, but- the Patriots. What's going on? They don't need. They let go of Zach Brown. Exactly. So I also have. I have y'all losing against the Patriots and the Vikings. Oh, yeah, coming yeah, up. yeah, yeah. They ain't winning against the Patriots. And then Buffalo with their defense 
you might escape the victory with the Buffalo Bills, but their defense is tremendous. Then you got Chicago, then you got the Rams, then you play Philly again, then you play the Washington Redskins for the season finale. This record that you already have is just three and three. You're gonna drop again. Now with Washington's situation, well, they, now. Well, now with Washington's situation in their schedule, we have already faced the toughest teams in the in the division already. We have already faced a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. Now we have San Francisco coming up, Minnesota, and the Buffalo Bills before we go on our Week Ten bye week. Mm-hmm. If Washington get to pull out at least these three victories and go on a hot streak. Before the bye week, come back strong against the Jets, beat the Lions, beat Carolina, go up against the Green Bay team that that they've already beaten once before. Play you guys at the end of the season. Washington go ten and three, ten and five at the end of the season. Wow! Actually, eleven and five at the end of the season. The hard part is over with of the season, and that was at the beginning. The very last. Games are done and over with. They're 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 there. It's over. I think Washington can pull out a wild card spot. If anything, nine and seven is the last record that they can have. True. I have them going nine and seven. If they can get out the quagmire situation that they're in, nine and seven is the best way they can go. If they stay healthy all season long, like they did, kind of sort of last year, nine and seven is my last goal for them. With the new interim head coach, Bill Callahan, after they fired Jay Gruden, which I did not think was the problem. I think the defense coordinator was the problem the entire time on the game, in the field. But who am I to say that that was his fault? Who am I to say that he didn't deserve to get fired? Who am I to say that Washington fans wasn't calling out his name, trying to get him out of the way? Who am I to say that this team is not going to tank? We don't know yet. Nine to seven is my final prediction for the Washington Redskins going out the rest of the season. Okay. So, looking at Philadelphia's record, Philadelphia, you 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 got a pretty rough schedule coming up ahead of you guys too. You guys got to play the Patriots and you got to play Seattle. Then you got to play the Dolphins. Then you got back to back to back to back divisional games that you must win. Because you got the Giants at the end of the season, baby. You got the Giants, the New York Giants at the end of the season. And that it is a must-win situation for you guys if it comes down to that point. Mm-hmm. And if Daniel Jones doesn't break out camp on the Philadelphia Eagles, <laughs> it's a must-win. I got him rushing for 100 yards against the Eagles. I don't know. We'll, we'll see, kind of in a sense. We'll get that. Footloose. Now, there's a big game coming up tomorrow night, everybody. Now it's time for our Week 7 predictions and bold predictions going on for Week 7, everybody. So, let's see. You got a Kansas City team that's been coming off a hot, that's going on a losing streak. Two games. 2-0 losing streak. You got a Denver Broncos team that is 2-4. If Patrick Mahomes doesn't get out of the situation that he's in and the Chiefs don't fix their offense. This team will go down four and three. Yes, four and three. Now Denver has not been bringing the pressure all season long in a sense, but Von Miller has also been trying his best to put on pressure on quarterbacks. Now, if this Chiefs offensive line can hold off Von Miller and let Patrick Mahomes do what Patrick Mahomes do best, 
throw that ball, run that ball, do whatever the hell he got to do. And they got Tyreek Hill back too? Yes, they do. I believe that the Chiefs can win this game 38-24, and that'll be the final score. Okay. I, I, I just have a 38-24 final score. I think it's going to be a very high-scoring game for the Chiefs. 31-21. I like that score too, but I also like 38-24. It's a high-scoring game for the, both the Chiefs. Then, uh, so we all in agreement that the Chiefs are going to win. Yeah. So, all right, now, let's move right along. Washington and San Francisco. Now, everybody's been talking about San Francisco. That's going to be a good game. Washington has to go up against a tight defense. This defense. And you, and you got to stop that run game. Yes, you do. And that run game ain't no joke. You got to stop Matt Breida. Yes, you do. Because Breida's on the tear and run path. So I think Washington would 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 possibly win this game if they do by three points. Y'all put the pressure on uh, Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Might have something, but you still got to worry about the tight ends and the wide receivers. Jimmy G is a bad boy. Oh yeah. Now I'm saying like this. I'm thinking Washington win this game by three, and that's just not me being biased or anything, but also a little bit biased on the game, too, because I am a Washington Redskins fan. I got Richard Sherman getting two picks, at least two picks. I have Richard Sherman not getting a pick at all, and I don't think Richard Sherman, I think Richard Sherman is going to go down the drain in this game. Well, not down the drain like that, though, but I'm thinking that Richard Sherman is not going to have a, he hasn't had a very exciting year already anyway. But if he did, you know how it is. Hmm. And I do have Richard Sherman t- trying to guard Terry McClain. I mean, Terry McClurn throughout the entire game, though. He's going to get burnt. I hope he does get burnt because I hope they show him off. So, like I said, Washington by three in this game. Moving down to Atlanta and the L.A. Rams, which we were talking about at the beginning of this show. And the Rams by three. I'm taking the Rams by doggone seven points in this game to beat the Atlanta Falcons. That is my final score, I think, by seven points in this game. Seven seven or more points in this game. Okay. So, what do you have? I'm going by three. Okay, you have three points or more or three, three points, period? It's three points, period. Okay. Now, moving right along to the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. I got Miami getting that first one. I don't. I think Buffalo takes this game by 14 points or more. I got Miami getting that first one. I have Buffalo winning this game. And why I'm going to tell you that, because the Buffalo's defense has been stifling this year. Buffalo's defense has been putting up very good competitive numbers this year. And Buffalo's defense almost beat Tom Brady this yeah. year. Yeah. So that was only a 16-10 to game. I think that the Buffalo Bills beat them by 14 or more points. And I think that the Miami Dolphins will go 0-6 this year. I think they're going to take so bad that they go 0-16 just to get the first round back. Um First round draft pick. But sometimes it might not even happen that way. <laughs> but you never know. We never know. So I think Buffalo by 14. Okay. Buffalo by 14 in this game. But also, too, is um, Josh Rosen will be sitting on the bench in this game. And the Miami Dolphins have gone with uh, Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic? Yeah, I got Miami getting their first one. Fitzmagic will be starting this game, so I'm still thinking Buffalo going to win this game. I got Miami getting the first one. Okay. I just want to let you know. I think they're, they're going to tank. All right. 
Fitzmagic doesn't have the magic no more. He almost won against the Washington Redskins last he week, though, back. but he did. But I'll be giving Fitzpatrick because he's he been on the bench. I don't know, and I really take Rosen out because Rosen seems. Well, Rosen will be sitting on the bench going forward for right now, and getting a little coach up going forward. So I don't, I like the move. I think that Fitzpatrick is a better quarterback than Josh Rosen. He does handle pressure a little bit better than Josh Rosen does do. Yeah. But in the same aspect, the same breath though is is that I do believe, I do believe we'll see another era of Josh Rosen again. Basically. I think we'll see him again once Fitz Magic. If we do play, three picks. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, moving right along. So, our final prediction on the Miami Dolphins game, I'm saying Buffalo 14. You're saying Miami get their first win? Miami get their first win. Okay. Cincinnati and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, without a Jalen mm. Ramsey on their team, I'm thinking that the Cincinnati I'm, I'm Bengals. Cincinnati going to get their first one, too. I think so, too. I was just about to say, I think Cincinnati can put Cincinnati, first Cincinnati going to get their first one. Yeah, I think so too. I, I really like that game. I think that game is going to go down to a, four, uh, a three. Uh, it's going to be a low scoring game. game. Yeah. Three point game victory. 14 17. Yeah, by three. 14 17. I like that score. That, that score sounds reasonable for me. And I think they're going to get their first win. The Cincinnati Bengals are. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, Detroit. That's going to be a hell of a game. Now, if Captain Kirk can go out there and do what Captain Kirk does best. But Detroit been on been on fire though. But if Captain Kirk go out there and do what he do best, like he did get with Stephon Diggs in the last game, Minnesota might be talking to the Detroit Lions by seven points or more. I'm going to Detroit by seven. I'm going Minnesota by seven point spread. On Detroit seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now make sure you can call that up too. Seven. Now, Green Bay and Oakland, everybody. Ooh. Oakland has been on a hot streak, and I told everybody, and I tell everybody again, do not count out John freaking Gruden. This man is a mastermind. This man is a brilliant genius. He knows how to pick out some talent on his team. You see Khalil Mack is not on the team, but his defense is still flowing. But you, you playing see against Antonio the, Brown is not on the scene no you more. you playing against the comeback king. Who? Green Bay, a Rod. Okay, but Green Bay barely won their game, so it yeah. doesn't really matter. I like I said, though. Rodgers ain't what it ain't like it used to be. Aaron Rodgers. Mm-mm. He's doing less throwing and more uh, running the ball in yeah. the league. So if I had to guess it, and if I had to say anything, I'm going with Oakland in this game to win the game. I'm going with Green Bay by three. I'm going with Oakland by seven points or more. In this game to win the game. Green Bay tree. Like I said, everybody, this show is also brought to you by Breast Cancer Awareness Month, everybody. So make sure y'all going out there getting checked. So Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yes, well, Breast Cancer Awareness Month is a big month for everybody. So go get checked out. That is our small little commercial break window for everybody. Go show the dog to get hit already in the, in the show. <laughs> for those of you that catch on to the show later on down the road. Please go out there and get your breasts checked out and make sure... Go get your titties checked. <laughs> don't pay, don't mind to him, whatever the case may be is, but yeah. So I'm going with Great Bay by seven... I mean, not this Great Bay. I'm going, with I'm going with Oakland by a seven-point spread. I'm going Green Bay by three. Mm-hmm. Houston coming off a big victory against the Chiefs. Now that was a hell of a game. That was a hell of a game. Deshaun Watson came out there and scored one... T- I think he scored one or two touchdowns in that game. 
And that was they were bombing out. They were coming back in this game, and they came back and did a damn good job in this game. So if I had to do anything, I'm going with Houston in this game. I'm going with Houston by 14. I'm just going with Houston to win the game, period. I, I, did, I don't know a point spread in this game, but I'm going with Houston. And I'm also liking the Indianapolis cost, too. The Indianapolis cost are looking really yeah. good this year a little bit, too. I although they lost their quarterback, you know, at the beginning of the year, though. But for right now, they've, they've been doing a little bit good with Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. So, Brissett, go out there, play ball out, and I think this team is going to win. I mean, if he balls out, I think the team is going to win. Yep. So, I'm still going with Houston. I'm going with so, Houston. Four, uh, not even 14. I'm not even going to say a point score. I'm just going to say Houston wins this game. But I have many points they can win this I'm game. I'm going with Houston by 14. Now, another exciting character that won their first game last week, Arizona one and Kyler Murray. second game we do more. No, it's your first one. Second. First one. Second. Okay, second. Whatever. <laughs> Second game that he didn't won, but he Second really won game. that game by, you know, whatever. Um, the field goal kicker won that game for him. But in that game, Kyler Murray won his really first game in that game. But even though it really didn't matter to nobody because they didn't really play nobody. But, yeah. They're going up against the New York Giants. The, New, the Giants of New York. Mm. Okay, I got my team winning. I'm going to have to go with Daniel Jones in this game. I got my team winning. I'm going to go with young rookie Daniel Jones versus Kyler Murray. I'm going to go with Daniel Jones, and I think they're going to win by a three-point margin in this game. I'm going to go with the Giants to win this game. I'm going with my team by three. Okay. I'm going with the Giants because I think Daniel Jones is ready, and I think Daniel Jones has a chance to, you know. Going rookie versus rookie. Mm Mm-hmm. Best feet feet win. Now, Daniel (laughs) Jones has already thrown six interceptions this year to Kyler Murray's four. He has five touchdowns already this year. Kyler Murray has seven, even though the passing ratings are, you know, abysmal a little bit on both sides, though. Mm-hmm. But in the same aspect, the breath is Daniel Jones is getting his first start. I mean, not his first start, but his fresh start to this season. And he's coming in day one ready. I would love to see how this team, uh, how the both these teams going to play it out for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. I would really love to see that. All right, everybody, we're moving on down the list. Because we're almost out of time, everybody. We're really almost out of town. The Chargers, Tennessee. We're going to charge about three. I'm going to go with, yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers too as well because they just sat down Marcus Mariota. And I didn't like that move too much. I really didn't like it. But, hey, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to go with the Chargers by seven points uh, to win this game. The Saints, Bears. That's going to be a hell of a game to watch. Saints by three. That's going to be a hell of a game to watch it. I think so, that, that, this is this is time now you see how Bridgewater going to do. I like Brady Bridgewater. Teddy B. I like the, how Teddy Bridgewater plays. I really do. But if he doesn't stop at this offensive line, don't keep that pass rush away from him, then they're going to have a lot of problems on def- on offense oh, yeah. going forward. So I'm going to say New Orleans by three points, and they squeak out a victory. I'm going by New Orleans by three. Baltimore, Seattle. That's going to be a hell of a game. I'm going by Seattle by seven. I'm going with Baltimore by seven points in this game because I believe that it is time for my boy, and I like him too a little bit, though, even though he's a little arrogant. I'm going with Seattle. Lamar Jackson. Russell Wilson, baby. Now, Russell Wilson hasn't thrown an interception all year long. Russell Wilson, baby. 
But because he uses feet. Now, also too, both both sides use their feet though too. But if I still had to guess it, I'm still going with Baltimore by seven point spread. I'm going Seahawks by seven. Okay, seven or more. Move right on to down the line. The biggest game of the century right here. Philadelphia versus the Dallas Cowboys. Eagles. The must-win situation of the league to get first place in the division right now. Philly wins by 14 points against the Dallas Cowboys. And I, think the Dallas I can agree with that. I can agree with that one. Yeah. I think Philly will take this game. because Philly by 30. So no. <laughs> Philly by 14 in this game. Because I think Philadelphia is more hungry than the Dallas Cowboys are right now. And I think Dak is worried about too much of his contract. But we'll talk about that in the next show that we do. Um, I'm going with Philly by 14. I, I agree with you on that one. All right. Giant, I mean the Jets, Patriots game. <laughs> now, New England by 50. Now, <laughs> if the Jets play the game the way they played against Dallas, I think the Jets find a fighting chance. But I still take New England by six points in this game to win this game. I go three. I'm going to take New England by six. I got, I'm going to go with New England by three. Okay. I'm still taking New England by six points. And the teams that are on a bye week this week, Carolina, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Tampa Bay are all on a bye week this week. So don't look forward to seeing your teams play this week. Now, everybody, that we did got past that part of the show. Go get your breast checked. <laughs> like I said, everybody, this is breast Go cancer. get your breast checked. Okay. Yeah, like I said, everybody, this is... Murray, your breast ain't been checked. This is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, everybody. So I want everybody to go out there and check up on everything. Y'all have been listening to another edition of the Riddle Sports Show. Of the Sports Show. You know, everybody, um, take time, watch the show, you know, listen to the show. We're on Anchor. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play. We're on all kind of platforms going out there, going forward. So if you guys can get a chance to listen to the show, make sure you leave a comment and leave a review. Leave that review, everybody. I need everybody to start leaving reviews on the show. If you can't leave a review on the show, you know how to do it. You know how to find it. Leave that comment and review on the show, everybody. But like I said, we'd love to hear some of y'all comments too. Yeah, we would love to hear from you guys. We'd love to see y'all comments, voice your opinions on things or the show. And, you know, we'd love to hear from you. We and, don't judge. And also, too, is everybody, we're leaving voice messages. If you leave a voice message, we will kind of play it on the show. If you guys want to leave a voice message on the show and you want to hear your voices being heard on the show, leave us a voice message on the show. And we'll play your voice message out loud on the show live while we're in the day. Like, I like take cough, Billy. Yeah. So, <laughs> coming soon to a theater near you guys. We're also going to look forward to taking phone calls and live messages while we're live on the show going forward sometime frame coming in the near future. So be on the lookout for that. You can voice your opinion live on the show, on the Real Sports Show, everybody, once we get the hotline number together going forward. But this is about all the time frame that we have tonight, everybody. We thank you. We do. From the bottom of my heart, this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month to all the women out there. Get your pink shirts. Get your pink ribbons. Please go get checked. That's the, that's the main thing, main focus. Yep. For this month as going forward. So and forget this month. It's every day, every year. It is going. Yeah, it is. It's a big issue, a big topic going around. Um, I want to say thank y'all to everybody that's listening to the show, that listens to the show tonight. 
I've been your host, Mark, a.k.a. The Vet. I'm your host, Miguel Love. And this has been another edition of the Red Sports Show, y'all. We holla. Peace.